Sanders' modified language sets a firm time window for the review of the Fed. Okay, it's from December 1st, 2007 to the day the legislation is signed into law and restricts the Government Accountability Office from looking into the Fed's decision-making on interest rates. So that little secret cabal, the guys with the big cigars and the, you know, gray goose martinis that disappear into this little like padded cell and come out and say, interest rates are up, even down. I mean, they probably play Yahtzee or something like that to figure it out. That's how much sense it makes. We can't go in that room, but we can take a look at everything they've done since December 1st, 2007, like give vast amounts of money to unnamed people for unnamed problems. It's going to be very interesting. Quote, the Saunders Amendment makes it clear that the Fed can no longer operate in the kind of secrecy that it has operated in forever. This is what Sanders said on the floor before the vote. He said, under the Sanders Amendment for the first time, the American people will know exactly who received over $2 trillion in zero or virtually zero interest loans from the Fed, and they will know the exact terms of those financial arrangements. Well, I want to start right now. I want to make the process simpler. I have not, since December of 2007, received any zero or virtually zero interest loans from the Federal Reserve. Strike me off the suspect list. Well, okay, this review of the uh, revival of promises, promises in Newsweek, uh, on the Newsweek website, actually, by Ramin Setude, asking the question, can that heterosexual actors play gay all the time, why doesn't it ever work in reverse? This is his question. That's not my statement. Here's the review, okay? Okay. The reviews for the Broadway revival of promises, promises were negative enough, even though most of the critics ignored the real problem, the big pink elephant in the room. The leading man of this musical romantic comedy is supposed to be a single advertising peon named Chuck who is madly in love with a co-worker, in this case played by Kristen Chenoweth. When the play opened at Broadway in 1968, Jerry Orbach, an actor with enough macho swagger to later fuel years and years of law and order, was the star. The revival hands the lead over to Sean Hayes, best known as the Queenie Jack of Will and Grace. Hayes is among Hollywood's best-known slapstickers, but his sexual orientation is part of who he is and also part of his charm. The fact that he only came out of the closet just before Promises was another one of those Ricky Martin duh moments, whatever he means by Ricky, Ricky Martin duh. But frankly, it's weird seeing Hayes play straight. He comes off as wooden and insincere like he's trying to hide something, which of course he is. Even the play's most hilarious scene when Chuck tries to pick up a drunk woman at a bar devolves into unintentional camp. Uh, you know, as a child, I think I went to unintentional camp. It is funny because of all the 60s-era one-liners. Is it funny because of all the 60s-era one-liners? Or because the woman is so drunk and clueless that she agrees to go home with a guy we all know is gay? Well, there's a response. Well, there's, yeah. So Kristen Chenoweth, she got after this guy, uh, whoever his name is, whatever that name is that you said. Uh, she writes, um, yeah, I said, wooden and insincere, trying to hide the pink elephant, the big pink elephant in the, in the room. room. Yeah, I'm this, worried about that metaphor. No, but, but this guy, this guy's sitting at night probably playing right. with himself to come up with playing metaphors. Playing with his metaphor. Yeah. Uh, she wrote, bless her. This article offends me because I am a human being, a woman, and a Christian. For example, there was a time when Jewish actors had to change their names because anti-Semites thought that no Jew could convincingly play Gentile. Okay. She, G- she, yeah. yeah. Give, me, give me the name of one of them. I, uh, who, who's a Jew that had to change his name? 
Like Edward G. Robinson? Yes, right. Right yeah. off the top of my right head. Right off the bed. And, and the other one, what's his name that played Golden Boy? Yeah, he was in yeah. the, uh, um, I'll think of it. Anyway, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, they did. Indeed, they did. Uh, and she wrote, audiences aren't giving a darn. She's a sweet lady, and she's a woman and a Christian. Uh, audiences aren't giving a darn about who a person is sleeping with or his personal life. Give me a break, she says. We're actors first, whether we're playing prostitutes, baseball players, or the Lion King. So, so prostitutes, baseball players, the Lion King. It's she's got a metaphor thing going too. What a basket in her head! I guess so. So that's so promises, promises. It's uh, it's going on on Broadway. People are going to see this guy. They're going to see this guy because he's a television star, right? And they Uh, liked him on television, and he is a good slapstick artist. And so he plays a gay guy on television. So what? So, so he's come out of the closet. So he's so a what? real gay guy. So do we really care about that? I don't care because I don't. I don't watch enough television or go to enough lame revivals to really well, make it a the, point. Here's in my the life. thing. Here's the thing. The reviewer couldn't see through what is indeed an incredible prejudice yeah. because he did see this giant pink elephant coming on stage whenever this actor come came on stage. This is a serious. A metaphorical problem. Well, here's the thing. Remember with Wreckers, the 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 big uh, anti-gay Christian who they found out was gay after all, and right. then, th- th- was in line with these experiments where, where they took homophobic heterosexuals and non-homophobic heterosexuals and showed them uh, male gay porn, and the homophobic uh, so-called straight men had the erectile reaction. So maybe this reviewer. Is having the same problem. You know, it, it it is it it does seem to be easy as a straight actor playing a gay guy, which I do all the time with Phil Proctor as uh, as Hal and Ray, the two news guys, and the aggressive gay guy at that. I find no problem w- w- doing that at all. Maybe that's what they're saying. Heterosexual guys can play gay guys more easily than the other way around. That's just come on, full crap. I all mean, right. you know, yeah. I mean, can I put on drag as I do with a fire sign and play a woman more easily than a woman can put on male clothing and play a man? <laughs> let's not even go there. And let's sell Newsweek. Well, excuse me, but I think you've got my chair. There's a dress code here and you'll have to buy a beer if you want to stand up there. There's a cover charge and it's rather large. So if you plan to stay, check your coat for a fee and then talk to me when you're ready to pay because it's my country. From sea to shining sea, most everything's expensive, and there ain't nothing free. This is my country, and most things just aren't allowed. Well, I may have just got here yesterday, but it's my country now. Well, the natives, they didn't own the land, it was all just going to waste. So, finders keepers is the motto of my race. For one whole generation, my family's been working hard. So when those immigrants come a-knocking, I say, not in my backyard. Because it's my country, from sea to shining sea. 
Most everything has fences And there ain't nothing free Yes, it's my country Most things just aren't allowed Well, we may just got here yesterday But it's my country now Uh, no, uh, you can't come in No, you need a special pass I'm, I'm sorry, that requires exclusive certification. I don't care who you know. No, there are no exceptions. Just fill out these forms and make an appointment. No, we'll call you. I'm sorry, you're taking up space in line. Can't you read the signs? Because it's my country. From sea to shining sea. Most everything pays taxes. And there ain't nothing free, yes, it's my country. And most things just aren't allowed. Well, I may just got here yesterday, and I wiped out everything in my way. And I own it now, and I'm here to stay, cause it's my country now. Well, it seems the Congress is finally taking care of financial business. Things have been really loosey-goosey for a long time. Basically, it started with the Reagan administration, but it wasn't just the Republicans. That Mr. Clinton, whom I had such high regard for, from whom I now have moderate regard, gave away an awful lot to the corporations and ran a very corporate foreign policy. I was reading this book called Ghost Wars about uh, American involvement in Afghanistan. And there's this whole section of the American State Department coming to Afghanistan and talking about how good it's going to be when they have lots of American corporations there making things modern and good and putting in pipelines and building underground schools or whatever they were doing, you know. So it was all corporate good. 